Welcome to the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif, where we explore how our struggles with burnout, overwhelm, procrastination, time struggles, all of the things that keep us stuck, that keeps us from living our dream life, can be explored meaningfully so that we can create solutions that are meaningful to us. My unique framework combines the energy of mindfulness, self-love, and self-compassion with the scientific principles of habit building, time design, and your unique systems of productivity so that we can do less, live more, and create our dream life by design. I am Serene Sharif, and I invite you to join me in this journey so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout, overwhelm, and all of the thoughts that are keeping us stuck, all of the limiting beliefs that are keeping us from designing our blueprint and living our dream life. This is episode number 16. Thank you for joining me on the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast as we explore the power of self-love, transforming your relationship with yourself. Last week, we talked all about the power of true self-acceptance and our life journey in cultivating this as a habit. I hope you had a chance to explore some of the ideas that I had shared in your life and connecting to the positive impact of true self-acceptance. I want to invite you this week to continue along this journey and explore the transformative power of loving and accepting ourselves as we are right now. Today, we will be diving into the life-changing principles of self-compassion, self-love, and self-acceptance, and how they can help us create the lives we truly desire. Self-love, self-care, etc., they've all been buzzwords for many decades in the wellness space. But the reality is that the concept of loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves have been around for centuries, integrated into various cultures and belief systems. We know in anatomy, that the heart feeds itself first, meaning the first organ that the heart pumps blood to is the heart. Lessons from nature are incredibly powerful. Just as in an emergency situation, we must put on our oxygen mask first before helping others. In life, it's important to prioritize self-care and self-love to be able to have the energy and capacity to give to others. Self-love and self-compassion are not selfish or self-centered. They are the foundation of a meaningful and purposeful life. And this is a quote by Brené Brown, who, as I've shared before, is one of my favorite authors. In this quote, Brené Brown really highlights one of the common fears that I have heard from women. Well, if I take time for myself, maybe it's going to seem like I'm being selfish or I am not being a team player. I have heard sometimes the fears that maybe if you don't show up when you don't feel well, or if you're struggling with needing some help, all of these can be considered actions by someone who only cares about themselves. And so we go the opposite direction where we want to prove that we are a team player, that we will We'll do everything we can to help others, unfortunately, to the detriment of ourselves. I would propose that we do something that is more balanced. It's great to help and take care of others and to show up and support our teams and our families, but we cannot do that if we are not taking care of ourselves. 
We cannot do that if we are sick, if we are running on a low battery and showing up in a way that would put ourselves and others at risk. I think this has definitely been something we're paying more attention to since 2020 with COVID-19 and the recognition that if we are sick, we should not be going to work or we should not be in public exposing others to potentially be sick as well. So taking care of ourselves is actually a way that we can take care of others. Now we know that taking care of ourselves is important, but how many of us truly practice self-love and self-care on a daily basis? And what would that even look like for each of us? Self-love is the practice of accepting and appreciating ourselves unconditionally, regardless of our flaws and imperfections. It's about treating ourselves with the same compassion and kindness that we would give to others. When we love ourselves, we build our self-esteem and our self-confidence. Another quote by Brene Brown that highlights how important it is to connect to the power of self-love. The power of self-love is so much more than just feeling good about yourself. When we love ourselves, it changes the way we experience the world. Even though we know it's important, many of us struggle to love and accept ourselves. And as I stated earlier, it could be related to expectations and pressures, whether they're real or not, whether they're internally derived or externally stated, all of those can play a part in how we are able to connect to self-love. Past experiences and limiting beliefs can also make it harder for us to connect to self-love. Self-love has so many benefits for our mental and emotional well-being. When we love ourselves, we become more resilient and better able to handle stress and challenges. We become more positive and optimistic. Our ability to accept love from others, as well as to give love to others, can only be as deep as how much we are accepting and loving ourselves. So self-love actually helps us build better and stronger relationships with others. Another beautiful quote from Brene Brown, true belonging only happens when we present our authentic, imperfect selves to the world. So how do we practice self-love in our daily lives? I want to share a few strategies that I think all of us can explore. And I also want to use this as an opportunity to expand your definition of self-love and self-care. Number one, self-care. Self-care is a beautiful way to practice self-love. And we can explore what our mind, our body, and our soul needs and fulfill those needs. So anyone who's interested in exploring this more, follow me on Instagram at Serenity Wellness MD. And every Sunday, in February, I am tackling one aspect of this to really explore what self-care for our mind, self-care for our body, and self-care for our soul can look like. So I hope you'll check it out. And I'd love to hear other ideas that you have and how you practice self-care in your life. So ideas for self-care. Essentially, we're engaging in activities that makes us feel good, replenishes our energy. It can be as simple as taking a nap or taking a bath, reading a book, going for a walk. We want to connect to the things that brings us joy and relaxation. And for each of us, that's going to be a little bit different. We want to prioritize taking care of our body's needs, our emotional and mental needs, and our spiritual needs for our soul. So when we think about our mind, things such as activities, 
activities such as practicing mindfulness and meditation, taking time each day to focus on that on the present moment and allowing our mind to have quiet time. I joke with my kids that I give myself timeouts and timeout doesn't have a negative connotation here. These are just time out from our busy, everyday, chaotic life to say, okay, here's five minutes where I don't have to think, I don't have to do, I can just be myself, whatever it may be. When we think about what our body needs, it could be something, it could be a physical activity such as yoga or walking. It could be eating a balanced and nutritious diet that helps us maintain our physical health. It could even be just seeing the doctor when we're not well, or getting our annual physical, getting our labs checked, getting a colonoscopy or a mammogram, right? All of this counts as self-care because we are taking care of ourselves, of our body, and finding ways to create wellness in our life. And exploring what our soul needs, pursuing activities that brings us a sense of purpose, creating a legacy, Connecting to our spirituality, whether it is practicing our faith or exploring our connection to the universe. It may be expressing our creativity through art or writing, learning something fun, volunteering, connecting to our purpose and our passion. Number two in practicing self-love is to identify and challenge negative self-talk. We all have negative thoughts and beliefs about ourselves. I don't think I've met anyone who has never had a negative thought about themselves. So that's pretty common, right? But it's important to know when you are having these thoughts, what are they connected to? Is this a repetitive, so habitual pattern of thinking? Is this a limiting belief that we have about ourselves, whether it is our abilities or our actions? And how do we challenge them? How do we poke holes in them so we can reframe them in a way that serves us, that helps us connect to feelings of self-compassion and self-love. Constantly berating ourselves or thinking about all the things that we didn't do or that we're not good at, sometimes to the point that we're not even aware that we're doing this, it just becomes a force of habit. So I've probably started life pretty much on the perfectionistic, self-critical part of the spectrum. And my medical training and surgical residency and practice really has emphasized the importance of finding what is wrong so we can fix it. So for the longest time, I applied this everywhere in my life, everything that I saw. Okay, what's wrong with this? How do we fix it? That's just what my thought was. And I realized, wow, when was the last time I ever thought about what is right? What actually happened well? What are things that we can celebrate? What is the space of progress that I have seen by ignoring all the ways that we are growing and changing and stepping into that future self, stepping into that next level by ignoring all of that to focus on some areas that don't go as well, that really gives us a very skewed viewpoint into our life. Ultimately, shame, blame, and guilt are not going to motivate us or inspire us to change and to grow. Emotions create habit. If all we are connecting to are negative emotions from the negative self-talk, the negative thoughts that we're experiencing, then all our primitive brain wants to do is to hide so it doesn't have to face the constant negative emotions and feeling bad about 
about ourselves. Who enjoys that, right? Who wants to raise their hand and say, yeah, pick me. I want to constantly feel bad about myself. No one's going to sign up for that. And we don't either, even if it is something that we are doing to ourselves. So I invite you to explore how you can identify and challenge your negative self-talk. Number three is gratitude. Gratitude is a beautiful energy to connect to for all things to raise the frequency in our life, to create manifestations, connections to our vision and the goals that we want to create in our physical reality. But it is also a great space for us to connect to self-love and think about what are all the things that you're grateful for, such as your health, your family, your friends, showing up today for yourself. The fact that you said no and said healthy boundaries to take care of yourself. Gratitude for letting go of self-judgment and self-sabotage. Practicing forgiveness both for ourselves and for others, allowing us to really move forward in our lives. Have you seen the picture there's a meme that I saw recently on social media, and essentially it was someone who was trying to climb this really difficult mountain. It was a cartoon picture, someone climbing this difficult mountain, and they're wearing a backpack. And this backpack is full of self-judgment, self-criticism, negative self-talk, you know, negative thoughts and beliefs about themselves. So including limiting beliefs, all of the things that are weighing them down and making it really difficult for them to get to that next step. It's hard enough climbing the mountain and then you're loading yourself up with all these characteristics that just makes it so much harder. So as we learn to be kind and compassionate to ourselves, as we let go of self-judgment and self-criticism, letting go of that cycle of self-sabotage, we're really connecting to who we are, accepting ourselves, including the things that we think are our weaknesses or our imperfections, just accepting ourselves for who we are, recognizing that we are worthy of love and belonging. We're born worthy. We don't have to do one more thing to be enough. We don't have to complete our degrees or keep our house clean all the time or have home-cooked meals for the kids or say yes to everything that is asked of us. We don't have to do any of those things to be worthy. Each of us, we are born worthy and we are enough exactly as we are. And from that space of worthiness, from that space of radical self-love, embracing and loving ourselves, accepting all of our imperfections and knowing that it is really our unique, imperfectly perfect being that makes us special in this universe. There's no one quite like you or me, right? We're all unique in our essence. And this deep, unconditional self-love helps us make decisions and choices from a place of worthiness where we're not trying to prove something or sacrifice something. We're making choices that are healthy, that are beneficial, that are in alignment with our values and vision and saying no to the things that really just doesn't make sense in our life. When we give ourselves permission to say no to the things that are not in alignment with our values, that are not adding to our life, where we are not showing up as our best self, what we're actually doing is we're creating this space and time to say yes to the things that lights our heart up, to say yes to the things that help helps us be our best self, that helps us contribute in our unique and imperfectly perfect way, connecting to our strengths, our superpowers, 
of course, remember self-love is a journey. In this journey, it's important to be patient and kind with ourselves. Remember that it's going to take time and it's going to take some effort to change the way that we have always thought, to change those habitual patterns of thinking, being, and doing. It takes time. It takes effort, but we are working towards something so much stronger and powerful because what could be more powerful than someone who believes in themselves and is willing to advocate not just for themselves, but for others, because their cup has already been filled. And this is how we're able to show up and be our best selves. It is by taking the time and effort to build that beautiful, transformative relationship first with ourselves, because we're worth it. So I hope I've given you a few things to think about. This week, I invite you to explore what are some of the fears and insecurities that are currently holding you back, that are preventing you from loving yourself fully. I want you to think about what are some of the things that are coming up for you there and journal on them. Explore where are these fears coming from? Were there any instances in the past or limiting beliefs that you're still holding on to from years and years ago? How can you cultivate self-awareness so that you can actually acknowledge and witness your own cycle of self-judgment and negative thoughts, the negative self-talk that your brain just automatically participates in, leading you down your cycle of self-sabotage? What does that look like for you? What are some affirmations or self-care practices that you can incorporate into your daily routine to promote self-love and self-acceptance? I'm going to leave those questions there for you to think about, for you to journal and explore. What is the truth that is in your heart? Journaling is one of the most beautiful ways for us to connect to our subconscious and bring back some of these thoughts and beliefs. So I invite you to do that. Today, we explore the power and importance of self-love and how it can help us create the lives that we truly desire. Whether it's through embracing self-compassion, self-acceptance, or a little bit of self-discovery, there are many ways for us to cultivate a positive relationship with ourselves. Self-love is a journey. It's not a destination. And it starts with small, simple acts of kindness and understanding, compassion towards ourselves. As you journal and explore this, I hope this week you're able to really create meaningful self-awareness and connect to yourself at a deeper level. So check it out. See what you think. I'd love to hear how your self-love journey is evolving. Connect with me on social media, share some of your self-care ideas. And I hope that some of the ideas that I'm sharing on Sundays are also helpful for you. Creating awareness is the first step in creating any change. This week, let's have some fun creating awareness and exploring new ways to think about our beliefs, especially some of them which aren't even true anymore. They were just misunderstandings that our brain had when we were younger and we just didn't know. There's no reason for us to hold on to those thoughts or feelings any longer. By creating awareness, being curious and supporting ourselves, we can design and achieve the results that we dream of. I hope you have a fabulous week creating awareness around your thoughts and emotions, as well as connecting to your inner self. Thank you for listening to the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast. If you found today's episode helpful, please be sure to share it with a friend and tune in 
next week for more insights and inspiration on how to create your dream life by design. I look forward to connecting with you on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all of the spaces. Have a beautiful week. I have a special invitation for my women physician friends who are looking to create a change in your life and create your intentional 2023. Join me on February 12th or 13th evening for the live masterclass, the self-compassion breakthrough for women physicians. Together, we'll break through the stories of overwhelm and perfectionism that have been holding us stuck and discover how to make a self-compassion and discover how we can create our own self-compassion breakthrough. This masterclass is uniquely designed with women physicians in mind, specifically addressing the struggles and challenges that we have faced in the past few years. You'll learn how to identify and challenge negative self-talk, break the cycle of self-sabotage, and reconnect with the healing energy of self-compassion and self-acceptance to create that life that you've been dreaming of. Now, if any of you listening would like to join, you're more than welcome to as well. The lessons that I share are applicable to all of us. Don't miss out on this unique opportunity to focus on yourself and improve your relationship with yourself, whether you're feeling overwhelmed, perfectionistic, or simply in need of time for yourself. This masterclass is perfect for you. So grab your spot now. It's in just a few days and be ready for a journey of self-discovery and self-love. I'll leave the details in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing in this exploration and transformation with me. If you are ready to design and create your dream life, if you want to create something different than what you've been seeing, but you aren't quite sure how to get started, then join me in this journey. There are so many ways for you to connect with me and for me to help you. You can reach out for support through my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Blueprint for Your Dream Life Facebook page or Serenity Wellness MD on Instagram. You can join my private Facebook group where I support women who are experiencing overwhelm, burnout, and feeling stuck to really building a deep connection for themselves to create clarity and live with intention and authenticity to design their blueprint and live their dream life. If you have always wondered what coaching would be like, how this could change your life, if you have wondered what it might mean to create some of these shifts, to connect to contentment, even through all of life's shenanigans then I invite you to get on my schedule and commit this time and energy for you. Believe that you are enough and you're completely worthy of taking the time to explore, to find out what it is that you want to do and find out how can you create the change that you have been looking for. I look forward to chatting with you and helping you live your life with intention and authenticity. For all those listening today, thank you so much for joining me. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, share it on social media, and share it with a friend who you think would benefit from this. I would love to hear from you if you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm. If you're looking for support, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community and no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. I look forward to connecting with you and helping you design and create the blueprint for your dream life. Have a beautiful week dreaming. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning, sending lots of love and light to all of you. Goodbye for now.